In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you grew up? As a child, do you remember the thoughts you had about what you wanted to become when you grew up? Or do you remember what your children said about what they wanted to be when they grew up? Usually there's a time in our young life when we start to have a vision of what we want to become. And we think, well, maybe I'll be a nurse or a doctor or a fireman or a stockbroker or whatever it is. A few years ago, a friend of mine came to me and said, my daughter has decided what she wants to become when she grows up. And I said, well, what, what is it? And he said, she wants to become a saint. Truly, a true story. I thought, she's got it. That's it. That's what everybody is really supposed to become when they grow up. And what you do for a living or what your vocation is, that's a, a different matter. But she wanted to become a saint. I'll never forget the day that someone came into my office years ago. A younger man who had been coming to the church, he and his wife, they had started to have a, a very young family, and he wanted to talk to me. And he said, you know, I've been coming to the services, I've been worshiping, been reading the Bible some, and I've just decided I really want to try to do all this stuff. I really want to try to be a Christian. Can you help me do this? And I thought, wow, this is amazing. Someone really wants to try to do all of this. And we began to work on it. And, but he was somebody that decided he really wanted to try to become a saint, really. Do you know that everyone that who has been baptized into Christ Jesus is a saint with a small s? Not because you're having a particularly good day, not because you've gotten a lot of points for good behavior recently. It is because God has given you his son and his spirit because in baptism for no reason other than God's love we have been placed into union with Christ and we have received the Holy Spirit holy and saint are really the exact same word they have to do with being different being connected with the divine versus the normal human realm and so these are the saints of God, and on all saints, we celebrate just regular old saints with a small s. And that's us. That's, in fact, these wonderful little smiling faces from our 9 o'clock First Communion class. We uh, got to be around some little saints today. And, in fact, we've been surrounded by saints all day because this is the community of the baptized and so we are all saints the second point is is that we're called to become saints with a capital S and that's really what our vocation is that's the meaning of life that we would progress and grow in the divine life to become like God that's what God calls us to be when Paul wrote to these early church communities the church in Rome he would say, I'm writing to the church of Rome. They're called to become saints. 
Even the church of Corinth that had a lot of problems, they were a mess. But he said, I write to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be saints. So our job is to become saints with a capital S. Well, what do saints do? How do they participate in that divine life? I mentioned through our baptism that we participate in God's divine life, which is holy, which is sanctified, and we cooperate with Christ and the Holy Spirit that was given to us. And saints are people who are holy because of their cooperation and their desire and their intention to be transformed on the inside. Saints are not people who just are good rule keepers or that they're just good religious people. Saints are people who participate in the divine life and it makes an internal transformation possible for them. And saints are also people that in that process, they start to understand and get in touch with all of the things inside of them that are not holy that they've got to deal with. And so a saint is someone who, as they progress further and further into the divine life and communion of God, are actually more aware of their own sinfulness and their own darkness. Saints are actually people who are very, very humble because they know themselves. And as they get closer to God, as we get closer to God, we actually become more aware of everything, everything inside of us that is not of God, that is of self, are moving away from God. But that's okay because saints don't despair because as they move closer and closer to God, they simply rely and understand God's love and grace and mercy more and more and more. And so that's why you'll never meet a self-righteous saint. Saints always know who they are. Well, the question for this All Saints today is, do you have a vision about becoming a saint? Do you have a vision about becoming a saint with a capital S? It's a great question. People have visions of their life. I bet people have a vision about their retirement because they're keeping track of how much money they have to make sure that they're going to be okay in retirement. You have a vision and a plan for that, right? I bet people have a plan about insurance, about what sort of insurance they need to do. They have a plan about their career. They have a plan about their children and how they want them to grow up and maybe where they want them to be educated. We have plans. The question on All Saints is, this day where we think about saints with a small s who hopefully want to become saints with a big s, do we have a plan for our Christian life? It's a great, great question. Because we won't get anywhere without some type of plan. The young man that came to my office was looking for a plan. He was looking for some sort of way to move forward in his Christian faith and life. And if you want a plan, come to us and we will help you with a plan to make a forward movement 
in your Christian life. The most important thing is to simply just take the next step. The next step. Do the next right thing in a vision and a plan to become a saint. There's a woman who took a next step. She was left by her husband. She was down. She met with her pastor, and she decided that it would be a good idea for her to sign up and just go to India and work with Mother Teresa. And so the pastor said, well, why don't you pray about that, and maybe you could just write and see about what's going on there in Calcutta. So she sat down and she wrote a letter to Mother Teresa. She sent the letter and she waited and weeks and weeks went by and she thought, I can't believe I'm not hearing back from Mother Teresa. One day she went to her mailbox and she saw a handwritten letter from Calcutta. She couldn't wait to open up that letter. Well, this is what the letter said. Find your own Calcutta. Love, Mother Teresa. There was no need for her next step to be across the world. Her next step could be in her own neighborhood, in her own nursing home, in her own church, in her own place of business. Her next step could just be right next to her. And so as we have this vision of our Christian life of saints becoming saints with a capital S, this next step is not necessarily a difficult or tremendous step to take. It's just the next step. So let us all take the next step today, which would be to this altar, to receive the body and blood of Christ for our sanctification, for our holiness, for our transformation, that we would glorify God in all we do. Amen.